name is Cole. This is Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games. My name is Cole Ross. I am your host, and uh, I am joined via Skype today by... Dennis Furia. Ben Merkel. I tried to vary up the intro there. Um, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I was about to say, like, this is Dennis Furia, also a podcast host. Podcast. <laughs> I just woke up from a nap. Please do not. Please <laughs> Please do not hector my enunciation. I'm pretty sure um, we just alienated our Asian <laughs> Ben, did you introduce yourself? I forget. I did. Okay, cool. I, I just, just snuck it nap. in there. Yeah, just, uh, just slipped her in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, what... that's how this podcast is going to be, I guess. Okay. Yep, nope. Yep, nope. <laughs> Oh boy, it's nice to get these. It's nice to know these things early. So, uh, what's in store for today? Uh, we really like. I, I don't have a lot to talk about as far as like games that I've been playing. I don't know if you guys do either, uh, but we're going to talk about what we can, um, and then uh, we're going to kind of cap off the episode with our discussion about Journey which uh, all three of us have played, and this is the first time that all three of us have been on the show uh, since we have played it. So uh, we have some uh, some things to share about that as we uh, as we kind of go forward. Uh, so uh, how do you guys feel about getting started? I think, uh, Dennis, you, it's been uh, the longest since you've been here. So uh, why don't you tell us what you've been playing? Yeah, I mean, I will I will kind of follow your lead and, and not have much to talk about. Uh, <laughs> not not because I haven't been playing games, but it's either games I've talked about before or games where I think another another week or so in the oven will will give me more to talk about on them. Okay, well, you can give Silent us Silent Hill and, and that sort of thing. So. Yeah, you can, give, you can give us previews. Sure. Uh, well, the one game I will give a shout out to is actually an iPhone game. Um, it's called Assassin's Creed Recollection. Oh, and, that's the uh, top-down one, right? No, no, it's a, it's a card game. Really? Yeah. So there's there's a couple of Assassin's Creed Metal games Gear. on the uh, on the iPhone. Uh, I don't know if it's on Android, but uh, you know, on mobile game, we'll say. But this one, um, I I don't know why, but I just I wanted some new games to play uh, on my phone, and so I searched for Ubisoft, Ubisoft um, just at random, and found all these games, and they've they've got a lot of games uh, for the iPhone. Um, more more than their share of sponsored games, believe it or not. Like they've they've done uh, ad games for for different companies, mm-hmm. which uh, which felt like kind of a letdown. But any anyway, they have this Assassin's Creed um, card game, and I, I haven't played enough um, card games to know if it's like a ripoff of anything. Uh, but you know, it's it's your kind of you build your deck, and every card has it as an attack and a health, and most of them have some sort of special ability. Um, but it's it's kind of unique. I, I don't think you could play it with an actual deck of cards because each card takes a certain amount of time to spawn or like enter the playing zone once you once you select it. So you kind of have to pay a cost to deploy the card, but then there's a certain amount of of time between deploying it and actually being able to use it. And that plays into the strategy of um, you know certain cards will deploy as surprises and so they take less time. Um, certain cards can slow down uh, other people's deployment. Um, certain cards will only have effects if you know your opponent's card is in the middle of deploying. You know stuff like that. So uh, it's a really interesting strategy card game. the The story mode is pretty robust. There's there's 20 different missions, uh, and then each once you once you beat the story mode, uh, each level or each mission you can go back and play, and it's got some variants. So um, time could move five times as fast in one, or 
your enemy might start with with a bunch of extra gold in the other. Um, but it's it's really I, I've probably been playing out of all the games I've been playing. That's the one I've been playing the most. Yeah, that, that that like the the uh, what am I thinking of here? The the time to deploy that actually mm-hmm. kind of really reminds me of uh, of of Pokemon, which was the last uh, card game that I had any kind of patience to play. Um, <laughs> but no, really, um, did they do timed deployment? Well, I mean, just kind of like if you think about it, if you're playing a card game and you you know certain certain attacks take uh, a certain amount of like different types of energy to to, to play, and you mm-hmm. can only lay down one energy card per turn. Um, uh, I see. so, so like, you know, you could, you could put out, uh, you know, Pikachu, but his, like his, his, his strongest attack takes three el- electricity to, uh, to, to use. So he's not really going to be useful until three turns after you put him out. So, mm-hmm. you know, so, so yeah, that's, uh, that, that I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that this is Pokemon with Ezio auditory to Forenzi. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ezio versus Pikachu is going to be in the next uh, Super Smash Bros. <laughs> well, they have that. They have that Sony. Uh, that's that's that, that Sony Smash Brothers. Uh, uh, oh, uh, yeah. Battle Royale or All Stars or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, I haven't heard of that. What is that? It literally it is it is Smash Brothers but with Sony characters. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So it has like Jack and Daxter and Ratchet and Clank and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bashing it. No, no. Um, uh, Ezio, he's in the, he's in uh, Soul Calibur Five. So, so. Oh, Nam- that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Namco has him locked down. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So <laughs> it, it's, um, yeah, we won't be able to see him fight Pikachu anytime soon, I guess, which is sad. Um, that makes me think of the April Fool's Day video from Ubisoft. Have you guys seen that? Uh, no. It's it's Assassin's Creed for the Wii, and they have a peripheral where your Wii controller is the daggers. But, you can like you know flick them out and stuff. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like the the EA uh, fit the the uh, EA active like the strap that you put on your leg, except it's straps that you put around your wrist. So you yeah, just, uh, you do the. <laughs> <laughs> I think they they also had a version for the Kinect where you actually had to like dive off your couch to do a uh, leap of faith. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, so that yeah, Pokemon had like the different types of energy. I think Magic the Gathering does like a, you kind of have to deploy uh, energy cards, or I think they call it land cards, uh, to build up your attack strength. This it's doesn't mana. have any sort it's, of it's mana. Yeah, mm-hmm. mana essentially. Yeah, this doesn't have any sort of mana cost to use stuff or land or energy or what have you. Um, it kind of uses time as as that uh, as that kind of limiter. Right. So it's a, but it's it's got a lot of depth to it. I'm just now getting to the point where I'm starting to buy a bunch of the uh, expansion decks, and I, like you can buy it with in-game currency that you earn through winning. Um, I don't. I, I imagine you have to. It's a it's an iPhone game. Yeah. Uh, you have to be able to pay to it's, get the extra decks. <laughs> namely, it's a free iPhone game. Yes. So. Yes. But it seems like they might also be using it as like a hype tool for um, Assassin's Creed Three. That's Not strange sure. because it, because it's, it's it's Ezio on the cover, so maybe they're trying to. I don't know. Yeah. So, but it's it's been a lot of fun, um, and that like I said, that's probably the game I've been playing the most, and I yeah. I've dabbled in other games, but nothing really worth worth talking about yet. Well, I mean, just uh, can you can you give us a preview? I mean, I, I don't don't take this as like a promise of like I'm going to talk about these things, but like I can tell you, <laughs> I mean, kind of. Well, okay. So I said that one uh, that on on one fifty, like I'm going to play Deer Esther, which is on sale on Steam, by the way, for five dollars. So get that, get on that. Um, it might it might still be on sale when you when you when you when you listen to this. Um, I'm going to play To the Moon. I'm going to play Journey, and I played all of them. So you know, 
uh, sometimes sometimes saying these things aloud helps. Sure. Uh, well, I've I've been continuing to play Silent Hill. Uh, Cole, oh, when we when we last talked, you asked me if I'd gotten to the creepy part of the elementary school. And I, <laughs> I responded in the affirmative. I thought I'd gotten to the creepy part, and then I got to the creepy part. <laughs> so you like you hadn't even gone into the clock tower and heard the siren. No, and, yeah. yeah. So so that I, I heard the siren, and then shit got weird. Shit, so, got, shit got unreal, son. <laughs> oh my gosh, the um. The dimensionally unsound bathroom stalls. Yep. <laughs> the teleporting bathroom stalls, yeah. Yeah, that was that was a little crazy. Um that yeah, but that game continues to be great, but I, I feel like I should put a, a little more time into it before, yeah, I, before I talk about it again. Yeah, you've got a ways to go if you're just if yeah. you're still in the school. Uh so I'm 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 at the hospital now. But I've okay. just now started the hospital. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I continue to make sure I play that one when it's still light out. Um, <laughs> but now, now this will lead into the next game. I, I got a sound bar. Okay. And uh, so now I am able to hear every little creak and rumble <laughs> uh, that the game throws at me, which is, uh, is kind of cool. Like, the sound design on that game is excellent. Um, and then also to test out my sound bar, I, I got back out Battlefield 3. Okay. Uh, and played that with the sound way up. I, I was telling Ben I, I played it with the sound so high that I actually couldn't talk with my brother on the on the mic while I was playing. <laughs> it just brought feedback. Well, no, no, yeah, it was like you know grenades were going off. I couldn't hear them. It was like being there. Uh, so that was yeah, I you still were in suck. the shit, son. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I still suck at the game, but um, it was. It, I think it did enhance the fun that I had. Um, Playing with with uh, with kind of a you know a big subwoofer and all that stuff. So your and your brothers are like savants, right? Oh my god, they're so like I don't think there was a game I played where uh, they weren't in the in the top one or two spots. It was ridiculous. Yeah. No, at that point you're just along for the ride. You're there to witness majesty. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because I'll ask him like, you know, how did how did you do that? Like, what what was your strategy? He's like, I don't know. It seemed like, you know, this area was kind of hot, so I was playing that around. And uh, and then, you know, it seemed like they were kind of streaking to the right, so I, I went over there and took care of them. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. I don't understand what you said. Like, those are just words. Instinct. It's instinct. I'm going like, to play around and streak to the right now. That, that made sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not so. It's not so much like a like a strategy as it is a gameplay philosophy. God, yeah, it's yeah. a gameplay. Oh, I, feel <laughs> dirty, I feel dirty now. So tomorrow <laughs> we're gonna hear that the police arrest Dennis for streaking. <laughs> <laughs> Doing it wrong? No, <laughs> that's not what I meant. Uh, Will this improve my kill death ratio? You got to imagine that would be distracting, though. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you go and literally teabag your opponent. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, and uh, I saw, I saw you, uh, I saw you too. You're, you're, you're uh, cracking out some, uh, some old Sega games, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I actually haven't gotten very deep into them, but I, I, uh, I bought the Sega Genesis collection a long time ago, and on impulse, busted it out and started playing some Sonic games, um, which is is terribly fun. Like. It just reminds you. It, it, I honestly think that those original Sonic games are like a Mario, where it doesn't matter how old they get, it's always going to be fun to play. Yeah. Uh, especially, I mean, you can't overstate the the strength of the Green Hill Zone. Uh, <laughs> just how how much fun that is, and uh, and you know, and then you get to the Marble Zone Zone too, and that one's that one's a little more generic platformer, but I, I'm sure you get back to the speed uh, later on. 
I feel like it's it's one of those weird things where where the what what am I what am I thinking of here? The uh, the <laughs> the quality of the level in the first Sonic game is 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 uh, um, kind of counterbalanced by the quality of the music. So it's it seems <laughs> like the, the 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 like the the more meh the level is, the better the music is. <laughs> yeah, I can I can I can get behind that. Yeah. So. But um, it, it took me back to the day. Sonic is probably one of the first games that I truly played. Um, and this was way back on the, the Sega Game Gear. Uh, and we'd, we'd, we'd try to get as far as we could before the batteries would run out. And this thing, <laughs> this thing I think you had to shove four double A's in it, and it would run out of batteries yeah. before you could finish what's probably like an eight-hour game, uh, you know, if that. No, God, I was a- Sonic probably is an eight-hour game. I, I I was a Sega kid, so like I I I know exactly what you're you know what you're what you're talking about. That was a frustrating ass game. All of them, oh, the, any of you them. Remember saw. the uh, the seal boss? Uh huh. Terrible. I, yeah, I remember when we realized that you could control him by standing on his nose, and that we were actually controlling his direction versus him controlling us. That was like a a moment of enlightenment. Was <laughs> <laughs> was was this the one where the first, where the first level was a mine, or was that Sonic Two? The uh, no no this is this is the one where the the first level is a mine. Okay okay That's cool. Because I had a bunch of these. I, I I had a lot of them. In fact, I still have them. Um, so you know. Oh gosh, great games. <laughs> There's the the view the view was zoomed in way too much though. So no no I was a uh, I'm a I'm a Sonic kid from uh, from 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 way back in old times. Like uh, like I still have Respect. my I've, I've still got my Sonic uh, my Sonic uh, plushie doll. You know, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah I, I, that, that that collection um the sonic's ultimate genesis collection um yeah that that's like neat i need to like buy that just to, you to, just so i can have it because it is it is like the best like curation of those of those things there are two things that frustrated me about it though when i played it initially one was i, I forget is the hd uh stuff on by default uh i honestly didn't even look at the settings so this was bought secondhand from a uh from a GameStop, um, and this was a this was a, for the PS2. Okay, so it's oh, like a, it's PS2. like a way old collection. Really? Okay, no, I'm talking about the uh, the so the Sonic Ultimate Genesis collection, uh, which was put out for PS3 and uh, Xbox 360. And no, they... nothing, nothing so high tech. Okay, cool. So 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 this is this is like oh wait wait a second. So this is like the the Sonic's like mega. Uh, gen, oh man, I don't know. No, no, it's not even a Sonic. It's like a, it's like a Sega collection weird i didn't even uh, have a bunch of like golden axe was on there and there were a couple of other games but when you turn it on only the sonic games are unlocked and i'm not sure how you get the other games i i have seen that i've seen that before i have not played that though no. yeah no i i have i have no idea what you're talking about and i'm uh, is it the genesis call it call it heresy oh the second i've broken the, it i've the, broken i've broken cold sonic knowledge it's, 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 oh. it, is, it is the sega genesis collection it has virtua fighter on the on the front sonic uh there's a shinobi on there um is that the one it's, available it's, to... a, it's in a secondhand games box so i don't know oh, what the box okay, looks okay. like oh uh, yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it is forty one ninety eight on 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 Amazon. I am putting it in the show notes. Uh, you can go to uh, duckv.tv slash don't true riddle for the most recent episode to see those notes and see the games that we're talking about there. Um, 
That's that. That's the reason why the, the specificity was required. No, uh-huh. but on, but but, but, on, but on the HD one, um, I mean, just like they 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 made this big like uh, this big hoopla about like you know this was before HD collections were really a thing. But they were like, okay, we're going to make it so that these games look good on your on your HD televisions. It's like mm-hmm. okay, well, that's you know kind of a you know it's been a big problem, especially on the Wii on the virtual console. If you try and play a game that's standard definition on a high definition television, it just doesn't look as good as if you played it on um, a, a, tu- a tube set. You know, just uh, just that's just the way that things happen. Um, but the way that they accomplished this was by was, was by kind of uh, making everything look kind of blurry. Um, really? <laughs> yeah, it just like and, and it was it was intentional. And, and and it wasn't just like you know like motion blur or whatever, but it was like let us let, let's make it look like um, each individual frame was done in like a paint by numbers fashion, <laughs> which is exactly what you want. You know, just like I'd rather have like just brazenly pixelated stuff because that's like what was accurate to the time. Yeah, you know, that's like well, let's get three D dot game heroes up in here. I guess yeah, I need to get that game too. Um, <laughs> Actually, that would be a cool visual style to go back and, and play a bunch of retro games in. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, 3D Dot Game Heroes is basically Zelda, but yeah. done again. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. No, but uh, making you making you unlock games in a collection is bullshit, and that's what uh, that's something that uh, uh, the Genesis Collection did too. It's like, hey, sixty games, but only like four of them are available at the start. You have to you yeah have to exactly. earn this one. Why Why Golden Axe specifically, Dennis? I don't know. I um, maybe it's just like the one that I could remember was on there, and I was maybe looking for like an old school beat 'em up game. Yep. So uh, and that's that's the way I went. I, I don't remember my thought process at the time. I just remember <laughs> seeing like, oh, not available. Sonic time, and uh, and that's what I went and did. Yeah. Um. Definitely. Uh. Man, I want to go play Sonic now. I've got I've got all of them all, all of them on uh on the uh the the Genesis. So I'm gonna have to plug those in play those oh yeah so uh, to your to your comment about uh old games being harder to play on high def tvs i actually maybe this is going to sound like so much whining but i actually think that um battlefield 3 was easier for me to play when i only had my my standard def tv um just because you know the, the graphics were a little worse and i wasted less time trying to figure out if every little shadow was an enemy and more just kind of reacting to the the big stuff, which really the big stuff is usually what uh what matters. You know, I've never I've never felt like I had an advantage from playing on the high def TV, and been like, oh, I can see there's an enemy in that bush now, and it actually helps me. Uh, in fact, it just distracts me, and then it, it feels. And this might just be me being bad at video games, but it feels like the aiming is harder. Uh, on a high def or a low def? On a high def TV. Do you think it's lag? And it's, uh, I'm going to jump in and say I disagree, uh, or at okay. least insofar as uh, I attribute much of my good play in Modern Warfare 2 to the fact that I had a high-definition TV, and you could see the pixel of the person you know, from across the map, and you could shoot him, and you wouldn't be able to do that on a, on a tuber. Hmm. A tuber. <laughs> That's- so maybe it is so much whining for me. No, I just I, I would be continually impressed by my my ability to get the drop on someone, and then fire in every space around them except for where they were, <laughs> <laughs> and then get taken down myself. And it seems like the incidence of that has gone up since I've had. It feels like more space around them to shoot in. 
Okay. But uh, that's like I said, that's probably so much whining. You know, uh, it, it it genuinely might be lag. Uh, you 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 will want to look <laughs> and see if there's like a, if there's a game mode, quote unquote, on your TV. Disable it uh, because it's trying to run all kinds of like uh, processing. Um, oh. depe- depending, you know, because high definition TVs, like the, the, all the processing that they try and do on the image, it will delay, uh, what you see on the screen. So you want to turn off all the bells and whistles and make sure that, uh, that, that you're doing, you know, that you're, that you're playing it pure. Um, like I, 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 I tend to agree with Ben, um, because like, this is a big problem for me back in like the halo days where mm-hmm. I would be playing uh, shooters on the PC, you know, I mean, I was never, I was never great, but I'd be playing, uh, you know, Team Fortress Classic and, uh, and uh, Counter-Strike. And I'd be okay, you know, just because I had a pretty nice monitor and you can see people from across the map. And then I'd go and play Halo with, with, with friends and, you know, you're, you're, you're sharing a quarter of a, of, of a yeah. standard definition <laughs> screen for, 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 for one. So you're playing on basically a, a 20 pixel by 30 pixel uh, rate, you know, area. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, I can't see shit. Like, how can you, how can you spot me from across the map just by seeing those two little pixels that are like way, like, I just, I just don't understand it. And just like, I just, I, I couldn't see people who were right in front of me just, you know, just because my eyes were adapted to like this resolution and, and any kind of distance was uh, just, uh, just, just completely intolerable yeah. at that resolution. Although if you think of all games as abstraction and at the end of the day, it's just pixels shooting other pixels. Anything that can, you know, take that down to its most basic level is is help. So, you well, know, you're you're getting rid of all the extraneous factors when you play on a lower definition. If you, uh, I mean, just if you take that to its logical conclusion, you have like uh, Quake Three tournament play, where people <laughs> where people will will literally put it into wireframe mode so they can get like 160 frames per second. Or okay, this this is literally 13 years ago that this was relevant. So please. <laughs> Please, please, please stop me. Um, <laughs> Let's keep going. Here Let's, we go. <laughs> wow. No, but they would turn on. I mean, just they they would put it into wireframe mode. You know, so basically they're they're sitting there fucking reading the matrix and railgunning people from across the map because they're <laughs> because their frame rate is literally quadruple their competitions. So uh, that's you know I always I hear people like oh I couldn't win that tournament because it was in the high def mode and I need the standard def to yeah. to get my frags. And I always thought that's so annoying. And so I, I don't want to blame my uh, my decrease in play uh, on that on the TV. I mean, maybe that could be a factor, and I'll I'll check the settings. But I, I honestly think it's because it's just I, I get more distracted by the the uh, the extraneous decal. <laughs> by decal. The, by the, here's yeah. some here's here's some Merkel advice. Sit closer to your TV. Just really get in there. <laughs> face to face. If you're not face, leaving nose prints, <laughs> if you're not leaving nose prints, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> don't shoot until you see the pixels of their eye that's right <laughs> oh uh, man <laughs> i think i think we've mined battlefield 3 for about all it's worth today. okay that's fine that's fine no that's fine that's fine uh um, yeah so I, yeah honestly i go on kicks on stuff like this so i'll probably be spending more time playing it just because i'm kind of swinging back towards an online shooter kind of feeling so mm-hmm. yeah no see where it goes. I understand. I feel you. I feel you there. Well, I'll go since we're talking about uh, super modern uh, high tech shooters um, and say that I've been playing uh, Wolfenstein 3D on my iPad. Ooh. <laughs> I, I just I was browsing for apps, you know, and I saw that Wolfenstein 3D was uh, was, uh, was, was, Wait, was was free. Why, do, why are you calling it Wolfenstein? 
Wolf, Wolf, Wolfenstein. Uh, <laughs> Wolfenstein 3D. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just I'm, I'm pronouncing it like I like I like I pronounced it back when I was when I when I was like six years old and I was playing it on, on our uh, Pentium 25, like our, our Windows 3 3.1 system. Okay. <laughs> I just I just had Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein. <laughs> No matter how much I yell, no matter how much I scream, do not open this door. They took it off Netflix. They took it off Netflix. What? Young Frankenstein. I'm sorry, Frankenstein. They took it off Netflix because of, because of, because of the stars. That's horrible. Deal. They have no souls. Ah man, like like there's there's no good shit on Netflix anymore. Like they they like they added Breaking Bad and they took everything else away. Which I mean, let's be <laughs> maybe fair they here. just wanted everybody to watch through all four seasons of Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have to compensate. Like there's a level of TV quality that they allow you to have. And so if you're going to bring something like Breaking Bad on, you have to shovel a whole lot of other good stuff <laughs> off. Jettison Young Franks. Well, that's that, that that's like tragic because that was one of my like my, my perennial background uh, noise movies like that I would study to. So like I would study to either Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Young Frankenstein <laughs> or the first Matrix. <laughs> Ooh, the first Matrix sounds like a great study movie. I know, right? I, I can see that. I can see that. You just the, 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 the trick is you put you put on a movie that you that you know so well that you that that you just like can't possibly be distracted by it, but you're still entertained. It you you're still entertained that it's there. The thing is, though, then you have to take the test in a trench coat to remember everything. <laughs> yeah, like well, no, you... I went I, I went more with the Pee Wee's Big Adventure aspect. So I rode up on my on my overly bicycle. intricate bicycle. <laughs> yeah. You know, just uh, just uh, <laughs> I knew how to answer the question: Is there a basement at the Alamo? Um, <laughs> all of this is my way of saying that Wolfenstein controls terribly on an iPad, even with the tilt controls, and uh, it is actually... Wait, a- how do you work tilt control? Like, even with the tilt controls is not a good qualifier. <laughs> tilt controls? Okay, so so the like the, the the way you can the way you can try it is you can you can either use on screen uh, D pads, which everybody knows is you know just Satan. Um, mm-hmm. Or you can make it so that it'll it'll use the gyroscope and and tilt to uh, t- tilt to turn or uh, tilt to move. Okay, oh, that just sounds frustrating. I'm getting frustrated just listening to you describe it. <laughs> well, I I mean after 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 trying to use the on screen controls, you know, an iPad is a, it's it's a relatively heavy thing, and you know you're trying to like you, you I basically feel like I've I've been shrunk by like fifty percent. And I'm trying to hold this thing and play it. Like, my wrists are getting hurt. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll try. I'll try and use the. Uh, I'll try and use the tilt controls to uh, to you know to at least handle the turning. That way, I can do the running and shooting. Um, you know, with with the on-screen stuff, I'm not trying to manage. You know, you know, left and right. Um, but the problem is, like, you don't tilt it. Like, it's not like okay, I, I'm I'm holding my iPad right here. Imagine you're holding like a legal pad in front of you. It's not like you're holding it level with the ground and you're lowering your left hand to turn left or lowering your right hand to turn right you're rotating it um on its axis like a steering wheel which oh, like you do for racing games yeah for like a racing game now the first way that i said it would have made sense because it wouldn't have made you dizzy and wolfenstein will make wolfenstein will make you dizzy <laughs> anyway but if you're rotating the screen while you're turning ever ever more quickly um then then it becomes a huge whoops <gasps> Dun dun dun! 
Cole's off the show. Dennis, <laughs> meet me on another line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so so sorry. No, no. So you're 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 going to get dizzy anyway, but just because of the way that the thing plays. I mean, if you play mm-hmm. Doom, you know, you know, this is the precursor to Doom, so it's even more rudimentary than that. So so yeah. I mean, even though I have like all these fond memories of the first of the first level of you know, of, of Wolfenstein, um, you know, because it was like shareware on my old Windows PC, mm-hmm. you know, from when I was like you know you know just you know, just as young as possible, like kindergarten days, um, shooting Nazis, you know, no big deal. Um, is that, is that the one where you can get like, there's the chompers. And if you push the Nazis into the chompers, their eyeballs will fly out. Uh, I don't know. Maybe in a later level. All I remember is you can pick up a chain gun and it rules. (laughs) (laughs) And the one gun looks like a drill. Yes, it does. Yes, it is. It is the machine gun. It's like modeled after the Tommy gun when you see the guards using it. But, uh, but uh, when you when you use it, it looks like a drill, and it's weird. Um, oh, and you have a knife too, which is which is useless. Um, <laughs> Except for when you want to role play stabbing Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, I guess it's not free anymore. I got it when it was free. Oh well. Um, <laughs> oh, speaking of that, I played the seventh guest, or am playing. Oh God, no! <laughs> Why would you do that? Excuse me, you recommended it. What? Ah. Did I? You were, or it might have been Greg. Who's Greg? Or, um... Gary? Gary, thank you. Okay, no. no I don't no. know why I said Greg. Gary. Yeah, no, I I, th- I think my comment was, it's 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 like they decided to, like, they, they wondered how much FMV they could put in a game. But oh, they yeah. they didn't think <laughs> about whether they should put that much FMV in a game. <laughs> it's a fun little little, little puzzle game. Oh well, yeah, brain it's, it's just, like, it's, it's I'm, I'm partial to brain teasers. It's so. hard to get over the campiness. I'll put up with it. Yeah. But sorry, not not to derail us. No, no, that's that, that that's perfectly fine. I I mean, just I I, I love point and click adventure games. I think you know next to, next to survival horror, it's my favorite genre. But uh, I, I I have I have no nostalgia in my heart for the second guest, um, like I do for Mist. They're both very much in the same vein. They were of the same era and very much of the same style, except that Mist showed a lot of restraint, whereas Second Guest, they really tried to show off. Seventh. Seventh. The Seventh Guest. Yes. Uh, I mean, this is the the, the prequel. Um, So... (laughs) 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 <laughs> so um the like the other games that i've played it's really just been like a, uh, a miscellany of um other ipad games you know like i was a i was at the hospital today uh with a family member who was having a procedure it all turned out fine um i was playing like plants vs zombie you know it, it works awesome on an ipad it's it's really great um world of goo all these old class you know just like just like quote-unquote classic pc games uh that are just a joy to play um on a touch interface um, really does, you know, make it nice. I'm, I've, I am no less infatuated with this thing than I, than I was when I started. Um, yeah. So that's, that's literally it. <laughs> like I intend to play lone survivor by the next time we talk, I intend to have played, uh, uh, so, so many other games. Um, just even like console. I want to, I need to finish up mass effect three. I need to like even start silent hill downpour. I need to, oh man, I've been remiss in playing games, um, over the past couple. So I need to, I need to do my homework. The next next DTR is just going to be like thirty minutes of awkward silence. <laughs> so, so uh, and um, somebody slurping on a drink. Yep. So yes, just a beverage. Um. So, so Ben, how about you? Um. So, 
the big thing that I've had this week is I played and beat uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution. The oh, third really? One. It's a pretty awesome game. It's it's pretty it's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. Um, that was quick. Uh, to describe it to you, it's uh, probably equal parts of the feeling you get in Knights of the Republic slash Mass Effect with the interrogation parts of L.A. Noir with the levels in the Hitman games. It's about equal parts of that. Um, all set wow. in a conspiracy-laden science fiction background, uh, futuristic Detroit, similar to... Uh, 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 Robocop. Robocop. So is, is it? I forget. Is it all in Detroit, or does it does does it veer? It away? jump. It jumps around. Okay. Yeah, there it goes to other places besides Detroit. Because I mean, who could spend that long in Detroit? You know what I'm saying? Cheap shots against Detroit. That's kind of that's kind of outre. Yeah. Yeah. But um. But yeah, it's a it's a great game. Uh, I know. Yeah, I guess what we've talked about already is David. I know David started it. Uh, perhaps that would be a better conversation if he were here. We could kind of delve into it. But um, <laughs> it's not too terribly long of a game. I mean, you could probably beat it in about ten hours or so. Really? But um, it's just a it's just a joy to play. An um, amazing upgrade system. How, how did you uh, decide to roll? Because I know you can you can either go stealth, uh, nonviolent, or you can go just uh, complete psychopath. Um, I did stealth for most of it, and then uh, uh, they kind of make a game choice that most games do uh, with the evolutions of bad guys in video games, um, <laughs> where it makes it so that you don't feel bad shooting and killing people at the end. Um, so the, the last level, which was would probably take a while to sit down to navigate, I just kind of shot everyone, which was yeah. fun because that was the first time I had done that. <laughs> so um, it, what's nice about it is they don't overdo any one of those elements at a time. So if there's a level where you're doing some sort of stealth or whatever, it's not going to be too much longer than 20 or 30 minutes of you doing it. And then it'll stop and switch gears and it'll, you'll do something else completely. Um so that was nice that it didn't get tied down into do any you, one genre. Do you usually prefer a stealth play style? Yeah. Um, yeah, usually I, I try and do that just because whenever whenever a game's made so that there's one path that you can go through, like it, like uh, what I'm thinking of now is the Hitman games. You know, like how with the Hitman games with any given level, there's a there's a possible way to go through the entire level without like alarming anyone and killing the person and then leaving without alarm. I so I always try and figure that out. So usually that's kind of my take on those types of games. Um and, but with this with this game with Deus Ex, they give you plenty of options for how to do that. So it, it it's not just a it's not that's that's where it's kind of different from Hitman is it's not just a uh uh one certain path that you have to go through. Um there's plenty of different ways that you can navigate any any of these given levels and get through them. Um, and so a lot of times the path that you take depends upon how you've upgraded your person. Um, so like one of his abilities is he can land without taking damage. Uh, so that's necessary for some of the routes because some of the routes you have to jump down from two stories. And if you don't have that upgraded, you'll die. Um one of one of his upgrades is that he can punch through a wall uh if it, at, huh. at at weak points of the wall quote unquote um 
Uh, so that opens up new doors or doesn't <laughs> open up new doors, if you know. <laughs> um, it creates new doors. Yeah. I just yeah. like that punching through walls can be incorporated to, into stealth. In a stealth game, yeah. yeah. Um, can, can you x-ray vision and wait for somebody to be on the other side and punch through and grab them and yank them through? Yeah, you can punch through, grab them, and like snap their neck. Nice. Um, yeah, one of the upgrades is that you can see through walls. Um, one of the upgrades to the stealth is you can see uh, your radius of how much noise you make. So you can see that'll it'll tell you whether whether or not you'll alert a guard or not. Um, one of the upgrades lets you see the guard's cone of vision. So oh. where they're looking at. Um, so I mean, it's. It's a pretty awesome game, and uh, I mean, so far we've only kind of described the, the the stealth aspects of it, but I mean that's only one section of it. Uh, each each city, I felt a remarkable feeling uh, similar to, as I mentioned before, Night Soldier Republic or Mass Effect. Of when you explore each city, it's it's uh, a similar sort of feeling that you get when you do any of the any of the worlds in Mass Effect or any of the worlds in Night Soldier Republic, where you just kind of go into immerse yourself into a whole new culture. And uh, kind of figure out the world, and you do random side missions uh, that aren't terrible, but you know they're not serious either. So you know, so they're they're like uh, they're hub worlds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. See. So, hmm. so yeah, no, that, that that's cool. That that's one that I've that, that, that I've like intended to play for a while, like ever since I played the first couple. Um, mm-hmm. Like like I think I played like the first two missions of it. Um, and like it just seemed like yeah this is this is something I want to play but I think they like it like Arkham Arkham Asylum or Arkham City came out like shortly after it and I got distracted <laughs> or something like that um, and uh, yeah so I'm like I, I added it into the show notes you, you know I'm mm-hmm. thinking like oh well should I just hit should I just buy it and have it come here because it's like only thirty bucks and it's like well when am I gonna play it <laughs> you know yeah. I have all this other stuff to get to and like that's. That, that that's like been a problem because like I just uh, this past weekend I was I was really close to getting uh, Dragon's Dogma, which okay. uh, which which I understand is kind of like Demon Souls mixed with uh, like Shadow of the Colossus kind of thing with uh, Devil May Cry's combat. Like I, I like it, it's getting surprisingly Damn. good reviews. It's getting like really really good reviews, but it's like man I, I haven't even beaten Skyrim yet and. <laughs> Oh man, this is don't, you just don't worry about on. that. <laughs> don't worry about beating Skyrim. Just just break the disc just, and just, you'll just, be fine. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's really uh wow. That's a that's a, that's a strong opinion. Um, <laughs> um someone got burnt. Uh, and not just by a dragon. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> um well, one thing that surprised me is when I had read reviews of this game before it hadn't gotten stellar reviews. Um, I know Game Trailers gave it an 8.7 out of 10, which is, which kind of indicates that it's a mediocre game uh, and kind of not worth your time. In yeah, my when, opinion. It, when a B plus is is uh, is mediocre. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rating yeah. systems, another discussion. Yeah. yeah, but when I went back and looked at it, the user score is a 9.5, and so yeah, so I think that was something that was kind of an error on their part. Um, Usually if you average the two, I, I find that that is really uh, a, a way to get the true, like, you know, like, okay, here's, here's the, here's, here's the real truth. Yeah. You know? 
yeah. because it, it gives it gives weight to the person who you know actually should have an opinion about it, you know, and then the people who played it and liked it. So you know, just uh, it's a, it's like it's it's like grading on a curve almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have any questions about the game? No, I just need to find time to play it honestly because I've I, I've heard good things about it, and uh, now that I've heard good things about it from you, I am more inclined to want to uh, play and beat it. Yeah. You said you said that a lot of the side missions aren't serious. Does it, you mean like in a humorous way, or just like in yeah, a? They're not, not comical important. either. I'm just saying that they're not uh, pivotal towards the main storyline. So you you know they're just short stories that are completely wrapped up in a five or fifteen minute. I don't, I don't know, maybe fifteen or thirty minute uh, time period. So it's gotcha. They're just bite sized missions. So. So, I mean, have you guys been like following like this Kickstarter, this Kickstarter stuff, like like the, all these games that are like popping up and like being funded? That's like the new thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean, it, it, people are turning away from publishers and kind of like turning towards patronage. It's kind of like, hey, let's get this thing made by 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 having people uh, people give us money. Um, actually, I, I helped fund my first one. Um, here, uh, this uh, this past week, uh, Republic is is what it's called. It's like a stealth psychological uh kind of like set in a dystopian oppressive kind of kind of world kind of thing um like it, it on its last day like its its funding goal was like five hundred thousand um and on its last day it only had like half of its goal and I'm like okay well this thing isn't gonna get made and just kind of like I saw this like call on Twitter like hey let's get this thing funded like let's let's make this thing happen um mm-hmm. so okay cool and like in that last day it made up like all of its goal and like in like in like more. <laughs> just, wow. but just, just by word of mouth because like i got linked to this thing that i had no idea like what it was about you know there's there are these other things like you know double fine it's like okay I, i'm not gonna worry because they're gonna they're gonna you know make this game and it'll be fine uh or you know like Shadowgate or, or not Shadowgate, Shad, shadow run um or the uh um like the wasteland 2 like the, all, all of these like high profile ones like okay no no but it's like oh this is a game that i'd really really like to play this uh, Republic, uh, yeah. Um, so that was that, that 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 was good news. I was I was just wondering, you 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 guys haven't done any of that yet, have you? Not yet. I haven't funded no. anything. Funded anything? I'm aware it's a thing, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I funded like friends' albums and stuff through it, but you know. I think it's at that weird stage where it's just new enough that it works, and like. I'm just uh, like I'm watching this, waiting for someone to like break it or horribly commercialize it in a, in a bad way. And like, but right now I feel like I should go out and start a Kickstarter for myself because I'll get whatever goal I post up made. <laughs> just because people people are like, it's a bar, you know, it, it's basically like an XP bar, right? Non-complete XP bar. <laughs> Help! I've got ten bucks. I've got ten bucks. Send me a sticker. <laughs> no, no, I'll fix it. Just, just don't not finish it. Whatever it is. <laughs> I mean, it can be abused. Like, you know, there's there, there's a lot of stupid stuff on Kickstarter. There's great stuff. The stylus that I use on my iPad, it was originally uh, it was originally a Kickstarter project. Um, sure. You know, it's it's awesome for these things that are like made in the physical world, except for this one really stupid one that was uh, it was it was it was a bra that had an iPhone pocket in it, like under the armpit. And it's like I've seen girls do that at the gym. That's like why. Yeah. Oh, man. So so, but th- this is like an excuse a, if you're staring though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you, are you playing Angry Birds with your nipple? Um, no. <laughs> um, but, Can I help you? Yeah. Is it a forest? <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, this is, I mean, it, it can be stupid, but just like all these software projects are, are coming in and are really kind of taking over. Um, Bioshock Infinite, that was delayed uh, to February 2013, making me incredibly sad because that was like the one game I was looking forward to later this year. <laughs> like, I, th I think Bioshock Infinite might have qualified as my last guardian. I'm sorry. Don't, don't talk about that game. That'll just make me sad. <laughs> well, I've I've given up on the life. That, yeah, uh, really? You, you've accepted sadness into your heart. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Duke Nukem came out. We have to replace it with something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Microsoft, I guess, officially announced that uh, you can get a $99 Xbox 360 with a Kinect um, if you sign a two-year a two-year contract. Interesting. Would a two-year contract for what? Uh, you pay them. You pay them money every month for two years um, in order to get it cheaper. In order, it's 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 fourteen ninety-nine per month to to, to have for it. for live, right? Yeah, yeah, like for 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 live, but also just kind of like yeah. I mean, you, you could either get this, you know, expensive four hundred dollar thing, ex except now, well, it's the four gig four gigabyte model. So okay, so you either pay three hundred dollars, or you know. You could you could do this one mm -hmm. thing that in total will cost you you know four hundred and fifty eight dollars and seventy six cents over the course of the two years, um, you know, <laughs> no big deal, right? But that like I think heralds like all this strange stuff about like you know okay so how expensive are these are these new are these, are these new systems going to be like when they come out eventually? Yep. And you know just like are 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 they going to want to go this you know the 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 cell phone model of like okay I'm not going to pay seven hundred dollars for this iPhone but I will pay ninety nine dollars and then commit to fifteen hundred dollars over the course of two years just to have this iPhone. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you, know, you know, so I mean, just, I, I think this is them experimenting with some uh, with some new models. As as Sony confirmed, yeah, that they're not going to do a free online service for the next gen. Oh, they like have I feel to like charge. it's got to go that direction. They have to charge. Yeah, have they? But has it been official yet? I can't remember. No, no, nothing is official yet. Okay. I well, mean, I guess they haven't even officially announced anything about their next console. Yeah, I mean, and E three is in like two weeks, you know. So, like, if if something is going to be announced, it's you know prone to be announced then. But you know, who knows? I don't. Do you? Because I don't. I do, but I can't <laughs> talk about it on this show. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to yeah. talk about it on my other podcast. Send it to the dew tree and riddle me this. <laughs> it's a much more positive podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'll just say Diablo three comes out. Is it, is it today? Right. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's today when we're recording this, it's earlier this week when you're listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like, that's a thing. That's a thing. Like that. Uh, I think that was a Kickstarter project, right? <laughs> yeah, they had a lot of trouble with funding. Yeah, it took them 11 years to get it funded. Uh, not not even 11 years, shit, like 13 years. No, no, no. 2001. Yeah, so 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 uh, so 11 years. Um, <laughs> yeah, like is is that a thing for any of us? I mean, I think that David would probably David would probably be the one who who would be most prone to comment on it. But, yeah, he's uh, probably playing it right now. Yeah, that came out last night. I saw a bunch of people I know, um, and and once respected, um, you know, to, to, tooting about lining up to, uh, to 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 buy it at midnight. Um, I don't know. I I own the previous two Diablo games. They're okay, but I feel like if I had if I had a computer that could play it, and right now I'm, I'm only on my work computer because uh, my other one got stole. Uh, 
if I had a game, to, if I had a computer to play it, I, I feel like I'd go out and pick it up just on sheer principle. But I don't know. I mean, just it, it's <laughs> the sad thing is, like, I'm almost tempted to buy it on principle because I want to support. I want to support Blizzard because they make their games for Mac too. Like, it, it's concurrent. You know, they, they 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 sell one disc. If you even buy it on a disc, like, and if you buy it on a disc, you're you're stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they but they put it out and it's like fully compatible and it works as well on a Mac as it does on a PC and it's like okay that's that that, that that's an excellent way for for people to go you know like it just uh, that's you know that's something Valve has done or something Blizzard has done and something that nobody else does except for indie developers um, which is why I'm happy to support them but uh, they're not putting Dark Souls out for Mac so I'm very upset. <laughs> <laughs> We've hit a point of contention in here. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's, a, it's a raw nerve. It's a raw nerve, Diablo. <sighs> Diablo, Dark Souls. But yeah, that's 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 what's on my mind. Yeah, how about you, Ben? I I do not have anything on my mind outside of I don't I don't know I don't have any game needs. Okay, you were about to make a really horrible pun, weren't you? <laughs> Was I? I'm I'm really glad you backed out of that. I don't have I, anything on my mind except for. <sighs> Hair microphone. No, I wasn't. I wasn't going that direction. Well, you were going to say like I've got so, journey on my mind. We, Ooh, we like could, segue. We could go. We could journey into journey. Yeah, if we, you let's let, to. let's let's journey into journey. Won't yes. you come with us? <laughs> come with us on a magical tale. Um, yes, there's a mountain in the distance. <laughs> there are gravestones around you. <laughs> How is how is something so whimsical with so many gravestones? Oh, so many gravestones! Like in, do, do, you realize like right away you are you are making a grim pilgrimage. Like this is this this is not going to end well for you. Perhaps. But it's it's a very, like I said, a very whimsical, very magical, very. Should we make a should we make a statement to the audience at this point in time? Uh, yes, we should. If you have not played Journey, first, shame on you. Um, second, <laughs> we will spoil the game um, for whatever spoilers there are. Um, you know, and I and I think that like the the spoiler the spoilers are less like <gasps> it turns out that you pull off your cloak and you are a reptile person and it's all dinosaur people and you know humans are extinct because this is an alternate timeline. It isn't that. It, it's it's well, it's well more, that's that's the ending I got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you must have gotten more pieces of cloth than I did. Um, Damn dirty apes. <laughs> you blew it up. <laughs> but um, I mean just like we're, we're going to be discussing things that like are probably best like experienced on your own like just uh, uh on the middle of a placid uh weekend afternoon with nothing else to do um except to uh, except to reflect. Um so if you have a PlayStation 3 if you have the means go Go buy it and play it, and then come back and listen. We'll wait. Like Good. literally, they're, go they're to gone. It. Now. Okay, cool. Let's All talk right. about cool. the game. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel I feel like less qualified um, to talk about it than than than, than you, Ben, um, because you have you've played it multiple times, right? I white clothed it. <laughs> oh, nice. I have not done that yet. Do you yeah. intend to? Yeah, I played through so it probably. I I played through probably about five or six times I think. So yeah, let's let's get the um let's get let's get the big one out of the way first. Did it scare the crap out of you when you see your first like Leviathan fly out of the sand right in front of you? Uh, yeah, it made me jump. It startled me. I jumped so freaking hard. I did. Oh my gosh! I didn't jump. I. I, I... 
nothing menaced me up to that point in the game, and I assumed that it was going to fly off harmlessly into the distance. And I was like, "Oh, what's that spotlight? Why is oh shit?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't treat it as hostile because I, I thought <laughs> I thought it was one of those games like uh, like DRS there where nothing could hurt you. Um, <laughs> you know, just like that, that, that wasn't the point. And then when it became the, when it all of a sudden became the stealth survival horror thing, where you're crawling through <laughs> husks of ancient machinery, you know, trying to, uh, trying to make your way past these ancient war machines that, uh, that apparently wiped out your race, um, long, long ago. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, that, 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 like it, it was more, it wasn't so much like a jump. It was more like, uh, oh, wow, neat, that looks awesome. And then just like a sudden dawning horror that like, oh, this thing is is designed specifically to kill me. Oh, man. Yep. See, I, I, and I, so I'm prone to jumping anyway, but just I, like you said, Cole, the game up to this point, while, you know, you cross a lot of gravestones, so maybe I should know better, um, you know, it, it feels like this really fun, lighthearted flower kind of trip. And light, lighthearted is the wrong word, but it's you're, you know, you're sliding around in the desert. Yeah, yeah, you know what could go wrong. Yeah. And then the second you get into that level and fall, like uh, when you fall at the end of the, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's the second level, you, there's kind of this realization that uh, uh, something something went wrong there. I I wasn't I'm not supposed to be down here. Like guys, <laughs> can you let me back up, guys? I'm in the bowels of this civilization. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I just I don't know if I'm just not observant enough or what, but I did not notice. Even the, even that the the thing in front of me was in fact a thing. I thought it was just another piece of the architecture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and until I was right up on it, and of course came to life. So, <laughs> I I jumped probably harder than I have in at most movies, uh, just in that in that single point. It's it's hypnotizing. I mean, the, the the game is. I mean, up to that point. So I mean, just oh yeah, you, you travel through these really discreet environments, which you know, uh, I started the game expecting it to be entirely in the desert. Um, for some reason, and I was pleasantly surprised when you know I went from okay barren desert to you, you know kind of like above ground city to underground city, um, and ultimately the, the 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 top of the mountain. So the varied environments like that that definitely tickled my uh, tickled my this this is a good game bone. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually I actually expected expected it to be all in the desert as well. Funny enough, so I. I guess it's just the previews that set that up. I, I did as well, too, because the premise is you're walking towards a mountain. So I thought the entire thing was going to be like no loading screens, just <laughs> you walking towards a mountain. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, that was a disappointment that at the end of each level, you it kind of forced you into a, a loading screen-esque. Yeah, into a cinematic. or yeah. it, it wasn't even the cinematic so much. If, if you had finished watching the cinematic and then run through whatever tunnel or portal uh, was there and gone straight to the next level, that would have been okay. But it kind of... Uh, maybe that's just something they couldn't couldn't do due to physical limitations. Well, but. I, mean, I mean, they used that. They were trying to tell you what happened, you know, or, or kind of give yeah, you yeah. an overview of what was going on. And what was going to happen, too. Yeah. Like, yep. oh, yeah. And just, you know, cloth and, you know, cloth art and tapestry, it's such, a, such an important part of that game. I mean... Just uh, the the and even the story too, like you know, wars were fought over this magical cloth. So you making this pilgrimage and like just you know showing this you know epic epic journey that you know all of the survivors of your civilization must take. You know, just like you're 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 participating in this you know kind of grand tradition. That was an excellent way for them to for, for them to do it in this really like maybe kind of ham fisted way, but you know really kind of uh, diegetically appropriate way, which was you're meditating on the cloth, right? 
and you're yeah. and you're looking. Well, let's at. let's let's talk about that since this is the spoiler cast. What kind of what kind of theme to the extent that you can call it a story? What was your take on the story that this game had? Because it's it's not like cool. You took it to a place of there was a war fought a while ago, and, and every remaining member of your of your race has to take this journey or kind of expand on what you were thinking there. I mean, like, like, like for me, like literally that's how I interpreted it, which was, which was like, just for these, these are people, they're not even like, you know, really humans, but just, they're given these super, these superhuman abilities by this cloth. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so, you know, the, 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 these war machines, you know, these, uh, these Leviathans, they, they, they were implements of these kind of like grand civil wars between the, uh, between the different, uh, the different clans of this, of, of, of this race trying to fight over the different, you know, like oh trying to get as much cloth as possible mm-hmm. and you know that, that that that's kind of how kind of how i interpreted it because why else would these would these things exist they're obviously mechanical they're obviously artificial they needed to be created in order to you know seek out and hunt and destroy you but there's no yeah. indication that there is any other kind of like sentient being or that there was any other kind of sentient being aside from you know these these, these uh cloth creatures so that's where i took it and this and this you know this this pilgrimage that you're on this kind of journey towards uh transcendence you know you know trying trying to reach the mountain and what mm-hmm. that rep- and, and what that represents that is you know that, that that is you you know kind of like just trying to rise you know rise above your 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 you know civilization's fate i guess i don't know interesting yeah i i i mean similar themes but i kind of took it as like a story of almost redemption i would say like it wasn't it wasn't necessarily a, a war that i took it as but just kind of a thirst for power so the like the big white thing or the the big white light or whatever it is kind of gave gave the cloth created everything gave the cloth to these these people, uh the the beings or whatever you know whatever what, what let's let's establish what we want to call these things the beings beings these beings that you play as, uh and that you know it was this kind of magic that they were given that they kind of got greedy with they industrialized and in which ultimately kind of turned on them and disconnected them from from what they were meant to be. Uh, and honestly, now that I think about it, I'm not sure where I, I got this part of it, but it, I felt like as I was going towards this light that I was somehow on a journey to restore what was lost. And that was, that was kind of my motivation as I was playing through it was that I, I felt like I was in a world that had gone wrong. And if I could reach this light, that somehow that would make things better. Yeah. Somehow that would bring some element of restoration. Mm-hmm. How about you, Ben? I thought the entire game was a metaphor for life and that the idea of, of journeying towards the mountain is the, the idea of somebody living their entire life. And um, and that basically it starts off like fun uh, and, you know, you kind of can go in any direction you choose. Like the, the worlds are pretty wide open at the beginning and playful. Um, but like as things progress, uh, things get harder and darker and uh i don't i i mean to me like what happened was your the character the being died uh during the one scene and then that last level is just their kind of imagination or you know or you know if you subscribe to some sort of afterlife that's like the afterlife uh section ah uh, okay see i could probably talk for about an hour about that last scene where you're crawling up the mountain and slowly freezing to death as the light that represents your eyes oh, like, dims out like I, 
<laughs> like I knew so what was good. happening, but just I, I I found myself leaning forward on the couch, like just pushing the pushing the stick harder, trying mm-hmm. to get my guy to move. <laughs> it was very very sad. Um, and you lose sight of the mountain, like right before your dude crashes. Yeah, you lose the ability to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So when when you white when you white cloth it like you you have the ability to do all that stuff that you were you were able to do in the last zone throughout the entire game, is that correct? Uh, uh, so with the white cloth, as soon as you land on the ground, your 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 uh, your cape or whatever automatically regenerates the thing. So basically, you can jump in anytime you want. Uh, ah, do you, now, if, do you actually become made of white cloth? Yeah, you have white cloth instead of red cloth. Oh, um, nice. I, I haven't gotten to that point yet. Uh, to, I, to get it, I think you just need to... Um, I don't know if it's either you need to go to every glyph and activate it, or if it's you need to find every white square. I forget which one it is, but if if you do both of those, for sure, you get the yeah, ability. Yeah. And and the way, you, the way you toggle it is at the first level... Um, you know how there's, you can go and replay any level you want, how there's that kind of area where there's like five different, uh, I don't know, shrines or like houses that you can go to and it's, it's the Mm -hmm. different parts of the game. Uh, if you, if you're at that area, if you look on the right behind you, there's these red capes or red carpets that look like the seaweed, you know, floating. Yeah. And if you go over there, you can toggle between red cloth and white cloth. But, huh. Yeah. Yeah. I love this game was made that with, without ever needing to see a menu. <laughs> yeah. Which Paul might have been exactly what you were about to say. I don't no, know. No, no. I was about to say I love I loved those uh, those cloth creatures and just the how how organic they looked. Um, mm-hmm. Just uh, just really beautiful natural parts of the environment. Um, but yeah, no, just that that, that like. I, I almost felt like the, I mean, although the tutorial tooltips were necessary um, to a certain extent, like they, they felt like intrusive. Yeah, no, I agree. Like I, I've played, maybe if you'd never played a video game before, you need that instruction. But if you've played any amount of video games, you'll be able to figure that out on your own. Well, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, no, just, uh, but, but like contingent with the menu, like when you, when you first start the game, you have the option that just you know hit X to start new journey, and when you when you when you finish the game and just the other, the, the the ending is beautiful because you've ascended to the top of the mountain, and you your your spirit or whatever flies all the way back over all the ground you've covered, and then the the, the final shot of the game is the first thing that you see, and you have the option right there to start new journey again. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it it's what Limbo should have done. <laughs> Ooh. Let's not spoil too much because I don't think Dennis has played it. Okay. <laughs> but now, uh, I, is that is that on PSN now? Um, I'm I, I'm almost uh, sure it is actually. I'll have to um, look for it. Yeah. If if not, then it's on Steam. But um, oh yeah, you you can't play Steam stuff. I'm, I'm sorry. No, not yet, not yet. Ah, well, see. Um, yeah, but uh, that final scene, man. Any of that. So, so like, what what part of this were you like sure that I was going to cry at? <laughs> uh, the part where it dies at the end, where it's oh, walking yeah. slowly, because that's that was. I mean, I did not shed any tears. I guess so. My man card is not revoked, but <laughs> that was that was where it came the closest. Yeah, a man can. <laughs> a man can cry. 
Mr. Lebowski. <laughs> Grown <Yeah>. men still <laughs> cry. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does it surprise you to see me? Oh, I think I think I didn't quite get through the stage of disbelief before I would uh, before I you know before it, you kind of get to the part where he he gets back up and it, help me if I'm I'm trying to remember this specifically it's you die and then all the white cloth people kind of show up around you right yep yeah and and resurrect you or whatever you want to call it and, and throw you forward right yeah. Yep. Okay, so yeah, there's there's whatever like the seven stages of grief or whatever it is, you know. I think I was going through those for my character, <laughs> and uh, and got got interrupted uh, before I got to the the true grieving part of it. So well, he, he, here's something frustrating that happened to me. I had to do that part twice. Um, oh no, <laughs> I know, right? And nothing and nothing takes away the impact of that um, more than having to do it twice. Um, because in that in that final scene where you're where, where you're flying. Um, you know, just uh, towards the top of the mountain, you're jumping across to the tops of all these uh, cloth creatures as they're mm-hmm. hopefully ushering your way to the top. Um, I, I, I somehow got off track and I felt <laughs> I, I fell through the geometry and I got I got I got caught in the mountain. Oh, God. So you didn't die like the the, the game broke, essentially. Yeah, the game broke. So I'm like trying to fly towards the, the you know, the like, like the nearest like figuring. OK, I'm like I'm standing on the mountain. Well, no, I'm actually standing inside of it and I, actually, oh, I, I can't I can't break through the geometry. So I had to go back through all of that. <laughs> so you, but you, you were able to experience it the first time all the way through. You just had to go through it a second time. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it would have okay. been, it would have been better. Um, I didn't experience it the whole way through. Like I got yeah. like halfway through that last stage where where. where oh, okay. No, so like, I, I, I didn't get to the point where you ascend. Yeah, you know. But really, I, that 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 part for me was just icing on the cake. Like, if you if you got to the point where he dies. Um, and and kind of through that to the to the the final part, I think you've got the majority of it right there. <laughs> but I mean, it's 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 so it takes the wind out of your sails. Um, yeah, no, that's no, fair. no pun intended. Although I don't think wind is the operative <laughs> driving force in this. Um, no, I mean it's like it kind of takes the wind out of your sails because you're you're supposed to be empowered. It's you know all of your encumbrance, all of your all of your mortality, all of your ego has been lifted, and there's nothing keeping you rooted to the ground. And you're flying towards the top of these mountains with these friendly cloth creatures that are just carrying yeah. you along the way, and it's just providing you. There's nothing standing in your way, and just you just can you can get there, you can do it, and then you're stuck inside this goddamn mountain, and you have to restart, <laughs> and you have to die again, and then it's all a chore. Because you're oh. because it breaks the illusion and you're very very aware that you're playing a game, <laughs> and sucks. you know that that is, that is the one moment of the entire experience where you don't want to feel like you're playing a game. You want to feel transcendent, like your character should, but you're not. Yeah, yeah. That's, you that's feel sad. You're, 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 you become very conscious that you're holding a ludicrously shaped piece of plastic in your hands. <laughs> And uh, that is that that is entirely contrary to uh, what I think the creators wanted. So maybe they shouldn't have put that bug in their goddamn game. Um, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Demand, demand, demand your money back, Cole. <laughs> let's, let's settle down here. Let's take Sorry. a break, guys. Sorry, let's get, it gets it gets my Ben's gets like, my, don't talk about my baby that way. <laughs> well, the the part where you're flying and the bell music cues in, like that part's pretty great. Oh I yeah. Felt. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's a good music cue. Well, because they're, they're they're like the 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 music is so minimal and so sparse, and I need to see if the if it's if the soundtrack is actually on is on iTunes. Um, let's see here. Let's search Journey on iTunes. Uh, 
don't stop believing. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, I need to see uh, if it is though, because uh, I like the, uh, I like the cut of this music's jib. Um, yeah. The, uh, the, the ambient tones and all of that. So there were just a lot of great game design choices with this where it, it you know, like how so many games focus on like, okay, what are we going to fill the game with? You know, like, you know, there's many games almost in every game now. But with this game, like the only sort of dynamic thing is jumping. Like your character jumps and he walks around and that's like the only two things you can control. Um, uh, but and the fact that they play around with it where, you know, as you go on, you're you get more and more powerful just with you can jump more, you know, like that's kind of hardly a power, but like the fact that, uh, you can be attacked and your cape length goes down or the last level where it's cold and you just straight up lose those abilities. Like that's a, yeah. I'll tell you what, I I'll say this. I, I, I appreciate a journey as an experience and it was an amazing game, but I would actually like to see them come back and actually do a game with these mechanics. (laughs) Really? I, like, see, I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't want them to. No, I felt like well, it was. I, I felt like it was enough of a game. I think it's brilliant. The idea, just so this was this was, if we could call it a game, it was a platformer. Um, there there was no element of puzzle to it. Um, you, you know, you had to you had to do things to move stuff forward, but it was a puzzle only in the very lightest sense of the word. But I think it's an actually really interesting mechanic to have jump as a limited resource. And to to kind of dole that out and and have points where you can recharge it, um, I, I thought they were going to do. You know, I, I came in expecting it to be much more of a, a, a puzzle platformer, and uh, that it, it left me wanting. So, well, no, I won't say that. It, I was very happy with the experience the way it was, but I wish that they they yeah would take the same mechanics and do a puzzle game with them. Uh, particularly the the cold part where your your jump meter let's call it a very vulgar term for it but your jump meter goes down over time because of the cold um i thought that could have been really really interesting and it you know it, i think it speaks to the strength of what the game did that you can clearly see what it chose not to do but still i think some of the stuff that it chose not to do could have still been very interesting you don't feel that that would cheapen it I would not have had them work it into the main campaign, mm-hmm. but I, I like would cha- be interested. In like challenge levels, like Mirror's Edge style challenge levels. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I think that's that's a good way to think about it. Yeah. Um, I think they could have made it a little more puzzle-y without ruining the experience. It was it was very, very rudimentary. But I guess at any time you add levels of puzzle to it, you're going to increase the chance that someone gets stuck, right? Yeah, yeah. And that someone someone has their way forward hindered more than serves the experience. And I think that that would just be the worst. I, I very much played this game as... I kind of made a conscious decision that I was going to play it as I thought the developers wanted me to play it. Uh-huh. So I didn't spend too much time you know, exploring every nook and cranny. Um, I kind of allowed myself to get sucked into the atmosphere. Um, and... Uh, and kind of just just enjoyed it, and you know if the camera pointed me in a direction, I, I went that direction. And if you know I, I didn't spend a lot of time trying to to break the game or find secret areas. There's something to be said for just how for for how uh, for for how excellent the uh, the area design in this is because the usually the brightest or biggest thing in the area was what you needed to run towards. Yep. Oh you yeah. Know? So just like you, there, you you were never at a loss for where you ultimately needed to end up. 
which uh, mm-hmm. which can be one of the most frustrating parts of this kind of game. I mean, that's, I mean, trust like for for as magical as the entire experience was, the worst part of Shadow of the Colossus was like when you were stuck on a cliff trying to find the next Colossus. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, so it, it just like in, in this, just uh, just the the simple, understated way, almost Valve like ways that they guide you through the level just by putting Disneyland markers uh, uh, yeah. up in the distance um, yeah. is uh, just a, it's 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 laudable. But to your point, uh, Dennis, you know about like being stuck and about just uh, and, you know just like you know some somebody is eventually going to uh, to be to, to be stopped. Ben, uh, do I recall you saying that you had your mom playing this at some point? Yes. yes. Okay, I want you to report on that. Um, it was painful for me to watch. She's never really, <laughs> she's never really played video games before. So <laughs> things like jumping and moving the directional sticks in the Navigating right way. Navigating 3D space. Yeah, that was, that was a new, a new feat for her to accomplish. And so, uh, so that, that, that was, those were her challenges, um, <laughs> more so than anything else. But uh, to her credit, she did make it to the altar part of the game. Okay. So she made it that far. She has not beat it yet, though. Okay. Are you are you talking about the altar at the top of the tower? It, it's um the uh the very red area. It's the level right before the mountain area. Yeah. The uh, cold, okay. the cold mountain that, area. Is, with the, with the rising water you... level. Oh, is that the one where you get to the other side of the kind of place where you kneel at the end of every level? And if you look back at the statue, it's it's red, very, very red. Um, when you get to the top, there's pictures of the entire journey. Uh, I don't know. Right. It might. It's either one either directly before this or the one directly after it. Uh, oh wait, do, do you go from the 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 kind of underground city where you're being chased by the Leviathans into the tower? Yeah. Okay, so I think it's at the beginning of it. You kneel at the altar and you know every altar that you you kneel at is is white, right? But if you turn or after you pass this one, if you turn around and look at it, it's red from the other side. Hmm. And uh that I I I checked every altar after that or the altar after that I guess singular yeah, and it, yeah. it wasn't that way. So I don't know if it was just a fluke in the lighting, but to me it was like oh wow, I'm actually on a journey to I took it become like one of these white beings, which it sounds like you actually do eventually. And I didn't know that, but uh that was that was just a little nuance that I noticed that I thought was really cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, did like the like the, the the reason that I ask you about your mom is just because you know the journey has has been a topic of discussion on a uh, on a podcast that I listen to, um, and I'm going to link this in the show notes. But the show is called uh, Hypercritical. It's on the Five by Five Network. Uh, Dan Benjamin, if you're listening to this, please bring us onto your network. Please, bring, please, <laughs> I will abandon Duckfeed. Bring all my shows over to you. Um, no, but uh, but it's it's uh, it's called Hypercritical, and it's hosted uh, by uh, by by John Syracuse, who's a guy who uh, criticizes Apple stuff, but really likes it. So like that's why he criticizes it because they can do better. Um, but uh, you know a lot a lot of the stuff. I mean, even even though the majority of the episodes are about Apple kind of things, a lot of his recent episodes have been about video games. And you know he's he he's the kind of person. He's kind of like you. Um, uh, Ben, in in that uh, he is he is he criticizes like, Apple. <laughs> no, he he is he is sa- he is saving himself for the Last Guardian. So he like he is very much of like you know the persuasion of like serious games. 
of like you know there's like these things you know are are an art form and just kind of like you know eco shadow the colossus these are you know portal two these are experiences that people are you know that that, that it's worth having you know right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but uh but you know he he has the he had this discussion on an episode that i listened to earlier today that i've linked in here it's uh it's called uh looking right it, look right into the eye of your sweetie is what it's called this epi- number, ep- uh, episode number 65 um we're just kind of like he's he, he's he's expounding upon this idea that like you know v- video games like like they, they they share this one thing in common with dance which is that you know you it's it's an art form that you need to have skill to enjoy so like 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 mm-hmm. you know watching movies or you know t- you know drinking wine or any of these kind of things appreciating these forms of art or uh, these forms of art or participating in these forms of art don't require a lot of skill they require knowledge but they don't require physical abilities or things that you must devote time to develop in yourself and just this idea that you know just the you know there are so many people who are happy to play Peggle. But they're not happy to. Uh, well, I guess that's outdated because that's you know. So there are so many people who are happy to play Farmville because it's something huh. they, play, they click on in Facebook. But if you put them in front of something where they're required to navigate in 3D space, that's an abstraction that they're just not comfortable with. So mm-hmm. just I, I'm just I'm just I, I've always been interested in not you know non gamers takes on gaming, uh, possibly because I feel the need to justify my you know how much time I spend on these things. But uh, I was very interested that you chose Journey. To, uh, to 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 bring her to and I'm I'm actually kind of disappointed that uh, that, that she is uh, struggling with it as much as she is just because yeah. it does it does seem just kind of like so intuitive and so simple and so I mean like I said just like, it's obvious where you need to go so just go there you know yeah yeah, yeah. one thing that I'll say is I think Journey you mentioned that you know you need skill to participate in video games uh, which I agree with um, but I think Journey actually was very accessible if you were watching someone play it. So I, I played the entire game in one sitting, uh, and my wife actually sat on the couch and, and watched me play it, and uh, she enjoyed it a lot. And I think it's it's one of those things where the I probably got more out of the experience uh, because I was I was guiding it and I was interacting with it. Um, but I think she enjoyed it a lot too, almost as a as a short film or. I mean, you know, three-hour short film, (laughs) but uh, 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 as a movie, you know, that you could watch and and understand regardless of whether or not you were controlling it. Uh, And so I think Journey, there's something special there, uh, that that Journey was a a participative experience, uh, even though there was no local multiplayer. And that kind of brings us into the multiplayer discussion, Yeah, right? Because I I feel... I feel like this was one of the first games to nail multiplayer, online multiplayer, because oh, really? you can't because you can't interact uh, verbally <laughs> with the person that you're playing with. I would, oh my uh, gosh! I, I would I would chirp SOS to them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, did it, did it, did it. Um, I, I would, huh. I would, I would do that. You know, just three short chirps, three long chirps. You know, three short chirps. But that was about it. And then I, did, I would, then I would just run on my way. Yeah, I actually so I, I played through the first time at, at Ben's suggestion. I think this was a very smart suggestion. Played through it with the internet turned off my first time through, mm-hmm. and then when I when I went back to try to find more more uh, glyphs, I played it with the internet turned on just to see who I could find. And it, it was cool to see other people running around uh, through the levels, mm-hmm. but I actually intentionally avoided them for fear that I was playing with someone who it was their first time through the game. Uh, and like I, I wouldn't let myself get ahead of where they were, so I'd kind of I'd kind of leave, keep them in sight, but keep them well in the foreground. Mm-hmm. Um, 
for fear of like triggering something or interrupting something that they were experiencing for the first time. That's interesting. Yeah. Sorry to sorry to <laughs> plant that seed in your mind. Uh, so, oh, no, no, I, I think, it, but I, honestly, I, I think the game would not have lost anything had they made the choice to make it exclusively single player. I, I don't think it would have been a problem at all. Okay, so yeah. so if we take Ben's Ben you know Ben's uh, theory that the game is a metaphor for life, this idea that there are these anonymous people who pass through your life that may help you in you know, kind of like indescribable ways, or that you know there's this there, there's this gravitation towards towards you know just you know just these uh, these the, the, these strangers that you just kind of follow, even though there's like really kind of like no way that you can help each other. Just that the mere presence of having somebody out there in the solitude, you know, it's it's this it's this mm-hmm. awesome thing about you know, about, about about life. Either being, you know, this uh, it's either a commentary on solitude or it's a commentary on like how, how like how friendship can help you get through, you know, challenging situations. Right. And just that just and that almost hinges on whether or not you have the you know online turned on or not. Yeah, yeah. It- you can't help each other, right? Because if you if you do your call right next to them, it'll recharge their scarf. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah. And so you can even like fly together if you cooperate and and time things right you can oh, that's cool yeah um the the thing i liked about it because I, I was reading some articles um on the game developers and like what kind of the decisions they made and one thing i thought that was interesting um was they purposely didn't want to tell you who you were playing with until the very end and the reason why is they wanted to keep it sort of anonymous they um uh they were saying, you know, if you if you see the person's name, uh, the the example they gave the game developer, his name's Chen, and so like if you see, you know, Chen forty two or something, you automatically know his race, uh, you know his age, you know, like you know all these things about the person, uh, mm-hmm. and so that kind of shapes you how you think of them. So they purposely made it so that you don't see any of this information, and it's just anonymous people walking towards a mountain, you know. Yeah. Um, it takes do, they, of, do they show the name at the end, though? Yes. Yeah. yeah, they do. Interesting. But you don't really know who is who. You know, you, you'd have to keep some meticulous notes to figure out who each per- – or match the names up with the people that you played. And that's if well, they're get, presented in any kind of order. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You get a trophy if you play the majority of game of the game with one person, though, I thought. You do. And you get a trophy for passing through – the mountain with the person too. So I saw that, and I, that that made me think that that there was some sort of continuity to the playing. That if you get put together with a person, you will stay together with that person. I I believe so, but I believe you have to do things like walk through like the exit at the same time when you go and and things uh-huh. like that. Okay, I gotcha. So you truly have to work. You you have to work to stay together, which is another great metaphor for life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it takes some of the magic away when, like, it just if you if you're walking along, and then all of a sudden, off in the distance, you see some text that reads "Smokes Mad XX Smokes Mad Blunt 69 XX," you know, <laughs> Frodo T Baggins. <laughs> oh, is that an is that some is that an anecdote? Is that a callback to something? Yeah, yeah, that okay. was a Call of Duty name that I ran into. <laughs> Frodo T Baggins. It was either 420 or 69. I can't I can't remember. <laughs> Why not both? Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man! So, do we have any final thoughts on uh, Journey as we wrap up? I was just going to ask: Do you feel like, in, in the experience you had with other players online, 
do you feel like people did behave better or or act more in character? I guess I would call it because of the the setup of the multiplayer. Well, I guess uh, there's uh, you know Freakonomics. This is kind of off track. You, yeah, you know the book Freakonomics. In the second one, they talk about this experiment where. Uh, like how if people only have the choice of helping you or not helping you, they'll typically help you. Mm-hmm. But if they have the choice of helping you or helping themselves, they'll typically help themselves. And even even if that requires hurting hurting you, um, mm-hmm. so I feel like this game works because you can only help the other player. You can't really, you know, there's there's no benefit to screwing over the other the the person that you're working with. I don't so, I don't know how you would though. Like it'd be very difficult to grief someone in this game. Yeah, and and so I think that's probably in part why the multiplayer works. Uh, you know, you can't trash talk them at all. Uh, <laughs> you, you can't <laughs> you can't really offend them in any way. So perhaps multiplayer works because they they don't make it possible for you to be mean or an asshole at any given time. Um, but, but still, um, I, you Which, know. Uh, another interesting philo- philosophical thought that we we won't get into here. But you know, if there's no capacity to hurt someone, does that does that give the relationship any meaning in the first place? Hmm. But we will we'll delve into that some other time. What I will say is just the fact that everybody shares the same goal is uh, is is mm-hmm. something and just and you I mean unless you go out specifically to grief somebody which I would love to see a YouTube video of somebody griefing in uh, in, in, <laughs> in, uh, in this game just like just running backwards like haha you know just 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 by I mean I, the people that I encountered in in uh, in multiplayer um, even just by seeing them proceeding towards the goal and following them and kind of staying next to them for a little bit that helped me you know, like it, it wasn't even a conscious effort. And I, I found myself doing the same thing those people were doing, which was like, hey, I see you. We're both running towards the same place. I'm going to run and, you know, run where I think we should go. If you want to follow, go ahead. If not, go ahead. And then sometimes mm-hmm. you follow, sometimes you don't. But just by the fact that you have no motivation to hurt somebody else and that everybody is sharing the same goal, you know, it just it fosters this kind of, you know, benign slash benevolent uh, relationship. You know, between yeah. his anonymous partners passing in the... You have you know, a camaraderie with them. Yeah, yeah, which is really interesting because you look at games like Rayman or, or Little Big Planet, um, that uh, Mario <laughs> as well, um, and they have they have kind of this co-opetition built into them where, yes, you're working towards the same goal and you need to help each other, but it also kind of keeps an individual score. And I think yeah. that, that there, you know, inserts a lot more competition into it than people maybe intend. And the fact uh, that you can grab another player in Little Big Planet yeah. makes it so much more fun slash so much more mean. So. <laughs> yeah. And then you can just hit people for no reason. Smacks, yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. cutest uh, act of violence that I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It'd be funny if they all got black eyes as you did it. But Okay, who wants to see now a fighting game with Little Big Planet, uh, Journey, and, and Rayman? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's just you. It probably oh. just, I, think I, I might, I might get it. Nobody feels the way you do, Dennis. <laughs> no, Honestly, I would be very surprised if Sackboy was not a play, playable character. In what? In, uh, in, in PlayStation All Stars All Stars Battle Royale. Oh yeah, is that the name of it? Really? It's the worst name ever, isn't oh, it? So bad. That is that is awful. <laughs> when is this already out, or is this coming out? Coming. Okay, I've not heard about this. When was this announced? Um, it just kind of congealed in a gutter somewhere, and they picked it up. Yeah, and I don't. I don't, I don't think it was like shell. <laughs> so we'll see. But yeah, it, 
I don't know where I was going with that. Fighting game. Can't wait to play it. Huh. Nothing to do with Journey. I apologize. That was my bad. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. So Journey was a good game. Yeah. It's all right. So that was episode number 152 of Stand Under the Dome Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games. I have already picked out the uh, the name of the show, calling it Believin'. Ah, uh, uh, get I it? See, what's there. see, it's a couple of levels deep, but it's uh, but it's there. Um, no, I think it's exactly one level deep. <laughs> 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 so, thank you so much for listening to our asinine nonsense. Hope you liked the uh, the journey discussion. If you stuck around, I had a good time during it. Hope you did too. Um, what you can do, you can go to iTunes and you can uh, rate and review us. It only takes a couple seconds, and it really, really helps us out. You can go to duckfeed.tv, you can subscribe to us, you can uh, check out our Facebook page uh, just by searching for our name on the uh, on the old search bar there. And uh, any of that, just uh, participate and let us know that you're out there. Um, all of that's good. Um, I'm going to start introducing this on all the shows, but there's going to be an official duckfeed.tv uh, Twitter account that you can follow that uh, has announcements about new shows and things like that. Um, new episodes dropping, that is at duckfeed.tv. Um, if you want to follow that, is it um, up it's going to be active. Yeah, it's been up for a little while. Um, I, I'm going to be redesigning the site. Um, so if you have any like suggestions for like what you would like to see in the site, um, you can email those to us at uh, duck or at uh, don't tree riddle at duckfeed.tv or uh, duckfeed.tv slash contact. Um, I'm just going to be uh, trying to add some functionality to the site and make it all uh, look and feel a little bit better. Can yeah, we have the, uh, the more the Twitter's part of it? Can we have more cats and dubstep? <laughs> <laughs> Dumb cats. Yeah. <laughs> Do not spoil the new show that we're doing. <laughs> That's the next podcast. Yep. <laughs> That's the fifth show on the network. <laughs> Dumb cats. Um, <laughs> yeah. So all, all of that, you can follow, you can follow that. I mean, it's good. It's really just going to be kind of a kind of road stuff, but if you're interested in finding out when new stuff is coming out on the network, it'll be there for you and you can follow it right now. Um, so am I missing anything fellows? I think that's about it. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at Cole Ross. That's K-O-L-E-R-O-S-S. You, Dennis? At D-Furia, D-F-U-R-I-A. And you, Ben? At Miracleizer. Yep. Uh, it's going to be another like uh, five months until your next toot, but it'll yeah, be worth it. Yeah, you, you can follow me later, I guess. You don't <laughs> Do it. No, no urgency on that one. <laughs> There's no yeah. hurry. There's no hurry. Uh, but most of all, you can keep on listening. So for uh, DTR, this has been Cole Ross. Dennis Furia. Ben Merkel. And uh, keep on running toward that mountain. <laughs>